Okay, good evening everybody. Welcome to the Pizza Motorcast. Uh, Dave here, special guest, XE85 driver, Rich Nudwang. How you doing, Rich? Good, good. How about you, Dave? I'm doing great. So, how are you enjoying running with these uh, 85 guys so far? Oh, it's great. Great group of guys. Great, great program they have. It's absolutely great. That's good to hear. They are a great bunch of guys. Yeah. Can't say enough good things about them. So now you went up to uh, Cordova for the Nostalgia Nationals Saturday, and you got to the semifinals, huh? Yeah, yeah. I was fortunate enough to make it there. Wow. So how did, how did, uh, how did it feel getting to the semifinals? Great. I just wish I had a little more oomph in my car to win them. But uh, hopefully in the next race with the 890 class, um, I'll be ready for them. I won't be racing with them this coming Saturday. I'm going back to the 10-0 class. And wait till I get my new parts in, and then we'll try to attack them again uh, when we come back to racing. I think we have like a three-week break. And uh, hopefully be a little more competitive at that time. So now you were at the Great Lake Dragway and you know the Memorial Day weekend. You you ran with the Pro E85 guys. How how that go? Great. Actually, the race we were just talking about at Cordova was with the Pro E85 also. Nah, you, you and, and Memorial Day. Uh, so the X X group didn't run Saturday. No, no, not invited up there yet. We'll be running this coming Saturday at uh, Great Lakes, both both classes, which should be a good time also. Yep. We have some good cars in the 10-0 class too, but it's a fairly new club and uh, coming together pretty good though. The Nitro Street Car Brawl this Saturday the 19th. Right, right. Got the Chicago Wise guys, the Pro ED5 guys, you got, I think you got the... Classic American Muscles Association. I'm, I'm sure there's one or two more groups. I think the Midwest, the Bruce City Gassers are running, I believe. I think so, too. Yeah, it should be a good turnout. Good good day to go to the track, that's for sure. Yeah, a lot of good groups. Like ga- um, the Gassers always put on a good show. Yeah, yeah, they do. I wish I had more time to watch them. When you're racing, you're 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 stuck in the pits a little too much. Have you ever watched Chicago White guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, in fact, I've known Pete Demos since they started that group. Yeah, uh, I've known Pete Demos a long time. Over twenty-five uh, years he, now. Yeah, he used to stop into a little shop in Cicero. I worked part-time at uh, JC's Auto Repair. Uh, gentleman by the name of Jim Zimmer. I'm sure you've seen him. He's had a couple yeah. of Team Strange cars. Yep. Good friend of mine. Good good, good guy, Jim Zimmer. Yeah, D- Demos is a great guy, too. Oh, yeah, he is. He is. Pete Demos. the Greek. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, how, so how, how did you get into, into the Pro ED5 group? Actually, I had been watching them on Facebook and watching the program, and uh, Rich had a couple of live feeds explaining what they did on, on the uh, Facebook. 
And uh, so I watched a couple of the live feeds, and I was in Florida at the time. So I couldn't make it back in time because there was dues that were due by certain dates. and um, So I didn't contact them until I got back. And then I saw that they were running up at Union Grove. And I decided to take my car out and uh, run it. And they were going to be there. I was going to talk to them about joining the group. And, uh, man, it was great. It just clicked. Uh, I talked to Rich. I said, hey, I'd like to start running with your group. And uh, the 10 old class for the time being. And he says, yeah, let me look over your car, check that out. And he says, yeah, for sure. You can run with us. Um, they gave me the uh, application, the rules. And, and it, he's a great guy to get along with, too. And I've been racing with them ever since. And uh, so I try to jump in wherever I can, like Cordova. I've never raced Cordova. So I said, hey, uh, I can turn my boost up and run with you guys for Cordova. I'm really pushing my car trying to hang with those guys. But it uh, it, it, it struggles, but it uh, it's, it's getting there. Um, I've only got a 260 cubic inch engine, single turbocharged uh single turbocharger and uh, so it's running pretty good for what it is and uh, just great to hang with those guys if you can and i'd rather race than sit at home yeah uh, some of the 10 old class doesn't get to go to some of those and it's nice to go with a group of guys that you know so it's nice that i have that opportunity to go with the 10 old guys or the 890 guys which is fantastic, you know, and they're, they're all good guys. So you had nine cars up there Saturday, and then uh, Jeff Jeff Lumber joined in to help you guys, right? Yeah, with the River Rat. What a car that is, huh? Yeah. That car, they should make They should make a little Hot Wheels car out of that car. That car is so nice. That's a beautiful car. It is, it is. So tell us about your car. Well, it's a 97 Cobra. I didn't build the car. I bought the car. And it had a bad, bad engine in it. And uh, I yanked the engine out and took it to Chris Holbrook in Livona, Michigan. NHRA um, record holder and sponsored by Ford. And uh, mine's a 4.6 four-valve Ford engine. The aluminum black, Texan black. So I took it to him and uh, I said, let's straighten this thing out. And we had... Put a new block to it. The rest of my parts were all pretty good. Put it all back together, and he made a few more changes to it, and dumped it back in, and it's been running like a, like crazy lately. Um, no oil leaks. It's been fantastic. I get in. I can drive the car down the streets, through the neighborhoods. I can drag race it all day, and not even an oil leak. I've got nothing bad to say about Chris Holbrook. In fact, I talked to him today as we're talking about building a bigger motor for my car. Um, but that's about all I can say about the car. Um, so let me... I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's clean. So let me ask you this, Rich. How, how did you get into drag racing? I've been drag racing actually probably 30, 35 years. It's just I have six kids, so the opportunities were limited, along with the funds. <laughs> so, <laughs> as the money arose, I, I would get a car and race. And uh, 
as it declined, well, I'd give it up and work more. So what made you get into drag racing? Uh, I've always loved drag racing. Um, Just recently, I've had this car now three going on four years and uh but i've been working seven days a week and uh i just turned 60 years old and i said you know what enough's enough i've got this car sitting in the garage most of the time not enjoying what i want to do and i'm working for sometimes five days a week now and enjoying my life so do you have any uh drag racers that were inspirational to you when you started drag racing Oh, Jimmy Zimmer, Pete Demos, uh, a lot of those guys. Uh, th- those were all, uh, I always looked up to those guys, you know, and uh, just to see that they could afford to go out there and do it. That That's always the hard one is the affordability. Um, everybody, I think, really has an interest in a car wants the drag race, you know. But the, uh, the funds are usually the uh, problem. For most people, and, and they are for me occasionally too. You know, it's a very expensive sport. Now, how about like the uh, say like NHRA? You have any drivers that inspired you? Oh yeah, what was his name? Um, Mike Dunn. Mike Dunn. I thought he was yeah. Mike Dunn was a fantastic driver. I thought he he drove for uh, what was that piston manufacturer? Joe Pison. Joe Pizan, I think it was. No, it wasn't Pizan. I'm trying to think of the guy, his first car that he drove, uh, Mike Dunn. Well, first Mike Dunn rode, raced with his father. They had a car, car together. And then he, he drove for the, uh, it was a piston manufacturer, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I can't think of the name of the company now. It's, they say that's the first thing to go when you turn 60. <laughs> <laughs> in memory but uh, yeah I really enjoyed watching Mike then I, I got seven more years yet before I hit 60 yeah <laughs> creeps on you quick so now after all the years of uh, drag racing what still keeps you passionate about drag racing oh it's just the charge of going down the track and uh, you know it's the old keeping the old heart going. You know you get you get so excited. You're, it's like getting on a motorcycle and and just holding it wide open, and, and you get such a charge out of it. It's the uh, adrenaline rush. I, I I've got to say, it's really something. But uh, as I'm getting older, the adrenaline rush isn't as much. But I'm still trying to catch it every time. <laughs> just. Letting go of that trans brake button and letting that car push you right back in the seat, flying down that track. What a nice feeling. Now you're talking about having kids, you know, when you're drag racing and taking time off here and there. Did your kids get into drag racing? No, but actually uh, my daughter comes with me all the time. In fact, we're talking about putting her in the car and, you know, women have better reaction time than men, I think. Um, and she's about a hundred pounds lighter. So I'm thinking that's another 10th of a second for my car. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're trying to strategize this right now to make it go faster. So eventually I think I'm going to put her in it. Um, you know, we've got to, she's going to have some seat time 
and uh, that would be great. I would enjoy letting her drive it. But I've got two boys. One boy right now, he's got a back injury. Well, I've got four boys, but one boy uh, has got a back injury, and one boy works all the time. He's a uh, 150 operator. The one with a back injury worked with me, and he's been off almost a year now. I've got a boy in uh, the Army. He's uh, stationed in Hawaii right now. Um, and then I have a 13 year old son. So, uh, they yeah. just hate sitting around at the drag strip. Yeah. I remember when I met you at the Grove, you, you joke, you were joking me saying you took the car from your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell, I, I tell that one to a lot of people. I took it from my son when he was drag racing on the street, but I'm not giving it back. <laughs> I can be a good storyteller occasionally but she is going to end up driving the car so when you were drag racing in the early years did you, and did, did your wife support you yeah yeah she did actually I even have pictures of my two oldest boys now uh, one is 35 and one is 31 Sitting on my trailer, I won up there at Union Grove on a Memorial Day weekend, like 30 years ago. And uh, I was back in the car and the trailer back into the garage, and I got a picture of both of the boys sitting on the fender. Uh, you know, they were like four years old and maybe seven years old or eight years old, sitting on the side of my trailer with a trophy. Uh, I still have that in my phone. Um my brother sent it to me, in fact. So it's, it's pretty cool pictures. When I was 17, I had a 65 Mustang fastback with a, a 289 four-speed car. I used to go to Union Grove and even Oswego and drag race. Um, I've been a race at US 30 with a 79 Z28. So I've done some, some drag racing. I raced at Santa Fe for five years, a stock car. So I bounced around a little bit. Whenever I could, I'd, I'd take advantage of it and race. Yeah, my dad started dragging me to uh, Union Grove and US 30 when I was about four or five, and that's how I got hooked on drag racing. Okay, yeah. My father used to take us out to 30 also with a, I remember him buying a 67 GTO brand new. We used to go out there. And sometimes he used to race it. Sometimes he, we would just sit on the car. And he used to put us up on the hood and the roof. We'd sit there and watch. Those were good times. Remember the days when all the kids were up in the trees watching drag racing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not like that anymore. Unfortunately, these computers are taking a lot of kids away from it. Yeah. But I'll tell you, a lot of kids are actually are... are Coming back out, you see a lot more kids really oohing and on of the cars, you know, the nostalgia cars. I couldn't believe how many kids were over by them up there in the, uh, Cordova. That's a really a nice track to race, too. It really is. I mean, they, they worked like clockwork, getting us in and letting everybody know what's going on and boom, boom, boom. It was a really a smooth day. Which I enjoyed. Not that we've had a lot of bad days at all. I, I raced the import wars uh, up there at the Grove. And uh, that went really 
know, they had like six or seven different classes going in one day. And uh, I entered two different races. <laughs> so it was great. Do you do you race at all yourself now, Dave? No. No. I just do interviews and go to the track and do video 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 recordings. Okay. Have you ever been out to the training stables, the True North training stables, Randy Lee and Colleen Lee's place? No. No. You should stop out there sometime. Do an interview on that. That would really be cool. So now, Rich, let me ask you this: Do you, do you have a do you have a fondest memory of Broadway, Bob? Oh no, I can't say I do. I re- I remember I'm walking around all the time and I'm shaking everybody's hand, and he always seemed like a good guy to me. Uh, yeah, every, how much? everyone seems to remember him just you know sitting on the nose of the jet car. Yeah, that I don't remember. You know, a lot of. A lot of those big races, and I'm not a big fan of jet cars, to be honest with you. So, you know, they they don't impress me. I like the, the gas engines, you know. The but uh, you know, everybody's got a different taste in things, and I'm not saying there's anything bad with them. They just don't do anything for me. Um, so I I would most of the time just stay away from the stands, even when they were up there. In fact, I, I've watched more in the last year, this this season, of jet cars than I have probably my whole life. Yeah, you had, you had a couple of jets up at Cordova, right? Yeah, yeah, I didn't watch them. <laughs> you, can, you can hear them, though. Yeah, right, right, and the smoke, you see the smoke. Yeah. Yeah, I know that Great Lakes has their big... Big jet show in uh, July. July second, their big jet show. Yeah, but the, but the, at the Memorial Day, they had a few of them out there. Remember, were you out there for that? Yeah. Yeah. They were banging and lighting up. Yeah, you. you know so that. now, a lot of the guys you interview, do they use the Da Vinci carburetors? Do, do they talk about that? Not really. No, huh? I wonder if a lot of people are just switching up fuel injection. Yeah. So, um, so what's what's been your fastest runtime with that car? You ever know? Nine zero at one hundred and fifty-two miles an hour. Then which track was that at? Uh, Union Grove. I think I ran a 901 down there at 41. And that was just shy of 152. But I'm going to add a little bit of nitrous. I just ordered a nitrous kit. So we're going to add a little nitrous on top of the turbo. And see if we can liven it up a little more. So now, what do you enjoy most about being a drag racer, Rich? Oh, just the the fun of being out there with a group of guys and, and racing. I I just love racing. There's nothing more I could say about it other than you. I'm sure you've raced also. The adrenaline rush is, is something that I enjoy. Oh. And then you get back to the pits and everybody's talking about the runs. And it, uh, it's 
almost like a science to me, you know, when I get up there, I try to time the light, you know, and I've got my little way of getting up there and staging the car, doing a little count in my head because we can't use boxes, you know, um, you know, where a lot of the guys have programs and, uh, right. to cut better lights and stuff. So I got a little, little, uh, thing in my own head that I, I think works, you know, but I did red light a week ago because, uh, U41 had a roaming start light. So instead of the 400 bulb that I was used to, one light might be a 600 or a 700. And uh, I did my little count in my head and let go of my transport button and it red lighted. That was, that was a little depressing for me. But, uh, and then I remember Rich telling us about that in the meeting. That's hindsight now, and and I think I could have could have done well in that race, but the the other two guys, the, I was glad they were there too. Their guys were their class, you know. But it's always nice to win. And I'm sure another thing that you love about drag racing is the fans. Oh yeah, it's nice. In fact, I, at Cordova, I met a guy that uh, builds and sells uh, turbochargers, and uh, we exchanged numbers and. Uh, we've already been talking now. He's talking about joining the group. He was supposed to get a hold of Rich Black uh, today, I think. Um, so that's really nice. And he's a younger guy with a couple of young kids and trying to find uh, different routes to, to go to be able to enjoy his car. So, yeah. Nothing better than, you know, you, when you go by yourself, it's not as fun. To be honest with you, you go with a group of guys and everybody talks, they share things, you know, uh, you're out of water, you know, he's got water, or you can go up and buy it, or hey, one guy needs a nitrous bottle, he's sharing his nitrous bottles, or vice versa, you know, it's so nice to go out like that. And when you go up there by yourself and you're not with a group of people, you know, it's it's not as fun. Yeah. But, uh. This this uh, group is really a great group. So so what what's your opinion on Frank Morgan's jerk chicken? That I haven't had yet. Are you really? I, I talked yeah I talked to him a little while ago on the way home from uh, I was working right near his house out south and uh, so I gave him a call and talked to him a while ago. But I got to try it. I heard it's real good. Yeah, I tried it at the grocery. Usually, I, go ahead. That's how I tried it. You tried it? Yeah, the Grove, he gave me a piece, me and the wife, yeah, it was good. Yeah. See, yeah. usually when I go, I take, uh, um, I take like, uh, boiled shrimp, and I'll take, uh, smoked salmon, and I try to eat healthy when I get up there. <laughs> because usually, if I have a couple of burgers, I just feel lazy. I don't want to do anything, you know? Um, so, I really watch when I eat, when I'm, I'm trying to compete. And, uh, you know, like uh, our Cordova race, I left my house at 6 o'clock in the morning, Saturday morning, and I didn't get home till almost 1 o'clock Sunday morning. So that's a long day. And if you're eating, you're eating crummy all day, you're going to feel crummy all day, you know. That's uh, not a good feeling for me. Yeah, I've been st I still haven't had a chance to visit, visit uh, Camp Kramer at the Grove yet. Have you been by Kramer's tent or whatever he has over there? No, no, I haven't. I know he's like one of the biggest pro E85 guys fans out there. 
have to get out there. I'm new to the club, you know. I'm fairly new this year. So yeah, I guess kind of like back back down the return road. I guess he he's around there somewhere with his tent. Okay. He's supposed to have like a bunch of food, feeds everybody. He's got beer and everything. Wow. Sounds like a place. If I get bumped out this week early, I'll head over there. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me know where you're going up this weekend. We should be there. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me know where that tent is. And he's he's by the return road. I know there's always a bunch of people who are coming down the return road, which is really nice. They're all waving to you, giving the thumbs up. Yeah, and then after, after the first round, you, you, they always stop there on the return road. Yeah, right. Give Throw out stuff and have sign autographs yeah. and all that good stuff. Yeah. Right, right. I, in fact, I ordered some hero cards. Uh, they haven't come in yet. But that's usually the Pro E85. So this week I'll be running with the uh, X85, the 10 class. And then maybe in three weeks I'll go back to the X85 and I'll be a little more uh, prepared for him for a good hard win. Yeah, it looks pretty good the weather for Saturday. So it's like 80 degrees. Something. Yeah, right, right. Not too we hot. won't be melting to the yeah. pits. Not too hot, not too, hot, not too cold. Right. But actually, the little cooler weather, weather would help all of our cars, you know. None of them like the heat. But I don't know. They said that the 85, the cars run cooler. I, I, I don't know. doesn't seem like it's cooling mine off too much. <laughs> the turbo generates a ton of heat, too. And I'm sure Rich's supercharger also. All of them. So now, Rich, is there anything that you hate about drag racing? I can't say there is. Sometimes the uh, weight in the staging lanes, especially on warm days when you're suited up. But other than that, there's nothing I hate about drag racing. All right, well, speaking about being suited up, where, where, do, you get a, where do you get your fire suit and all your fire safety equipment from? Winter Circle in Joliet. That's who I usually get my stuff from there. Um, we get a lot of, lot of performance parts also from there or White's Pit Stop. Um, we get our fuel from Ignite. Uh, guys with carburetors are getting from Dan DaVinci performance carburetors. Uh, we got, we run HPL Superior Lubricants. Um, so, and then uh, we have parties at Langle's Pizza. So, that's yeah. about it. Now, do you, do you have any sponsorship for yourself? No, I don't. I don't. Not, not me individually. <laughs> you know, all of these, uh, these guys that I just mentioned, actually, uh, you know, they support our whole club. Right. You know, um, which is nice, but... Uh, no, no sponsorships. So, so just, uh, just my car's been together almost three years. So, um, and it's been a pretty, pretty good car. I changed the oil, put gas in it, set of plugs every now and then. And I'm very fortunate. It doesn't cost a lot on that car, you know. So how many race cars have you had throughout those 30 years? Oh, probably, I'm going to have to say 12. 
Now, can you can you remember each one of them? Oh yeah. yeah. So, so what'd you start out racing in? Sixty-five Mustang Fastback. How many years you run that one for? Two, two years. And then I had nine tickets in my pocket. I used to race up and down Archer Avenue, also <laughs> with a bunch of guys. <laughs> and I had nine tickets in my pocket, and I took it to a car dealer and traded it in for a Riviera. So I would still have my license. (laughs) 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 Uh, Then I had a 69 Charger, 70 Charger. Um, We used to race those. Um, 67 GTO, 65 GTO, 72 Nova. Uh, the Nova was the first car I ever uh, sprayed nitrous with, and apparently I didn't put the right bearings in it because the first time I sprayed it, I lost 20 pounds of oil pressure. <laughs> wow. So I'm sure it hammered the bearings out of it, you know, and uh, and I had to get rid of that one through a divorce. So. But yeah, I can remember the cars. So which, which car has been your most successful car to race in? The one I'm driving now, this Mustang. That 65 Mustang when I was 17 was a really cool Mustang also. It had a straight axle, uh, 289 with a four-speed, dual quad tunnel ram. But it, it only ran like 1186 was the uh, best ET. But for me at that time... I think you're cutting out on me. I can't hear you. It's not hard to run run into the nines or factory cars. Are you still there, Dave? Yeah, you, you're cutting out on me a little bit. I don't know. I, I got my earbuds on and my phone, and I'm sitting in a chair. Yeah, you, it, went, it went blank on me for a couple of times. Maybe it's uh, something to do with the cable or something, the internet here. So now, Rich, if you can have the fans, the fans that come watch you race, remember one thing about you, what would you want the fans to remember about you, Rich? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, well, I hope they all get to see me win one of these days at the, X, at the Pro E85 class. I would like them all to remember that if I ever get a chance to do it. But other than that, I, I can't say. Now, do you think you you can get any better as a driver? And if so, how do you achieve that to get better as a driver? Oh, for sure I can get better as a driver. I mean, I, you just have to practice, practice, practice. A lot of seat um, Yeah, you got to be in that car and you got to do it. But I, I, right now, I've been changing so many things because I'm bouncing between the two classes. Yeah. So I'm changing the uh, turbo setup. The uh, When I run the X85 class, I'm leaving on 5 pounds of boost. When I run the 890 class, I'm leaving on 17 to 18 pounds of boost. Uh, when I go down on the 10.0 class, the, my boost is at uh, maybe 7 pounds. When I run the 890, I try to keep it up around 17, 17 and a half pounds of boost. I'm not 
worried about breaking out in the 890 class, but the 10 class, uh, it changes so much from track to track. I have a problem with it. Rich Black seems to think he's got the tune pretty much set, which his car's, he's been racing a lot more than me too with that car. You know, he's, he's Rich has had that car forever. And uh, so it's, you know, getting used to my car and, and how it's going to change with the weather and track conditions. But uh, my, I got a total different setup when I go to 41. If I dial in my car at 41 and then I go to Union Grove, it's a total different setup. I've got to start all over again. So it's amazing how, how much it changes the tune. Or a lot of carbureted cars, I don't think, have that issue. It's a fuel injection in the turbo. So now, Rich, if someone, you know, whether it be a kid or an adult or whatever, teenager, old, senior citizen even, if they, someone listens to this interview and they're, you know, thinking about, you know, trying drag racing, do you have any, any advice? Do it. Just do it. It's the best thing for you. Stay off the streets, no street racing, and get to the track. So, so what's been your fondest memory in your drag racing history so far? Uh, just being able to compete. It's a great thing. Just getting there and compete. Um, I have no super fond memory. It was it was pretty exciting this weekend, uh, being in the semifinals. Um, that so what, was nice. Um, so what's been your fondest memory of being with these guys so far? Uh, every day is a great memory with these guys. Every day. I, I, I can't pick out one thing. I have a great time every time I'm out with a group of guys. You know, it's just, it's fun. It's fun. Um, so what what's been your most embarrassing moment in your drag racing career? You know, wonder out out on the track for, during the race. Any anything? No oh, red light. I red lighted. Um, one time, I ch not recently. I did this. I was changing my boost, and there's a reference point on my controller, and I got into the wrong part of my controller and took all of my bump box settings out. I got up to the line and uh, spooled up on my turbo and went to bump into the light and it shot me right through the light. <laughs> so that was pretty embarrassing. Wow. And then, I, then I thought I broke my bump box or I broke my transmission. So it took me about a half hour to figure out all I was was in the wrong position on my bump box controller. <laughs> so... That was pretty embarrassing. Yeah, I can imagine. And that, that, that was one of the 890 races, too. I think I was up against Johnny B. And uh, I bumped right through the light. And uh, that, that's horrible when you do that, especially, you know, it's, uh, it was a big race for me. Yeah. So, and you get up there thinking, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat him, I'm going to beat him. <laughs> you just keep saying, I'm going to win, I'm going to win. And something like that happens. Takes all the, the breath rate out of you for a few minutes. And you're, oh, man. And everybody in the stands just saw that. 
what are you going to do? So I'm going to rewind the clock with you again, Rich. Let's go back to when you first started drag racing again. How, how was your first time experience going on a drag strip? I was scared to death. <laughs> I was scared to death until I hit like third gear. And I, man, this is cool. This is cool. Uh, in fact, I went right back in, into the staging lanes. Got right back in, did it again. I bet you I made 15 passes that one day. <laughs> I couldn't get enough of it. So how old were you when you started drag racing? 17. 17, huh? I'm 60 now. So? Well, that's 43 years ago. So did your parents ever watch you race? No. No. What do you think about you drag racing? Oh, my mother loves it, you know, uh, but she lives in Florida. Um, my father passed away. I think they were both, uh, they were, uh, they loved it. They loved the idea that I was doing it. That's good. Yeah. Keep you out of trouble anyway. Yeah, right, right. Yep. So, so when you go out to the track, it's just you and your daughter, it's the only crew? Yeah, yeah, usually she, she doesn't even ride with me, so I just, uh, I load up and uh, we talk about it the night before and I say, hey, I'm heading to the track. Hope you can make it. And uh, she'll say, yeah, I'll try my best. And usually she shows up. My sons, my sons have both come a couple times, you know, uh, but like I said, my one son has to have back surgery. So he's really uncomfortable with any type of riding, you know, uh, any distance. And then my other son works like seven days a week also. So it's hard for both of them. Um, yeah, so my younger son has got allergies, so he doesn't even get to go outside and ride his own dirt bike uh, this time of the year. You know, the allergies are high. His eyes start tearing up, and, you know, about an hour outside, he's done. He's got to go back in, take a shower, and uh, stay in the house, which is tough on him. So any work on the car between rounds is all you doing, doing all the work? Yeah, yeah. I, that, that's all right, because I, I like to do my own work. You know, I've been a mechanic. I, in fact, I got into the union when I was 17. So I, that doesn't bother me at all, you know, the work on the car. I enjoy it. Um, it's sitting there today. In fact, I was going to um, wash the bugs off so we don't uh, mix up the bugs from... Union Grove to Cordova to 41. <laughs> I got to wash off the bugs from Cordova so I don't infest 41 or Great Lakes. <laughs> the whole front of the car is full of bugs. I haven't seen these cicadas yet. No, thank God. They'll probably start vetting the cars. But this is the year they were supposed to be out, right? Yep, 17 years. Yeah. Right, right. So when you get out there in the staging lanes, Rich, do you have any pre-race rituals or superstitions at all? No, no. I just uh, try to remember to do all the things I'm supposed to do before I get up to that line. You know, I still run a drag radio, so I don't do the big long burnouts like the other guys. Uh, there's no reason to on the 
tires that I run, um, it doesn't do anything but cook the tires, you know. They're a very soft compound already. A rich, rich does a, the long burnouts and Johnny B and uh, Randy Lee. Uh, they they can do all those and uh, they they have the tires for them, you know. I don't. Uh, so I just try to do a little short burnout, make sure my car feels good, and uh, get up to the starting line and wait for the other guys. Now, does a lot of preparation going to getting that car ready for a weekend? Yeah, I just, I, every weekend I get it up in the air. And I check over everything. You know, there's a lot of hind joints and joints that hold things together. You like to get underneath there and look them all over. Make sure nothing's going to fall apart. Check all the fluids. Uh, usually after two days of racing, uh, I change the oil. Um uh, spark plugs about every four weeks unless I'm having an issue other than that it's a good car it's actually pretty maintenance free but uh, fresh brakes every season before you go into racing other than that that's it we had to start running these uh, engine diapers this year um, which really holds the heat into the engines. You know, the, uh, it's like uh, putting insulation wrap on your oil pan, you know, and uh, that oil really stays hot all day long. So when you get back to the pits, I've been pulling my car up on ramps and putting fans underneath it, blowing it to uh, try and cool the engine oil down and the uh, transmission oil. Now, when you guys went to Cordova Saturday, you had to run an eighth mile? No, we ran full quarter. Which cars were doing eighth mile racing over there? That was the uh, nostalgia super stocks. I think they had a couple of other classes. Maybe I'm wrong with the nostalgia super stocks, but I didn't get to watch them. Um, I know they had some points race or something going on, and I'm pretty sure they were running uh, eighth mile. I thought it was IHRA race or something, some kind of points race. Have you ever run 8th mile? I have. I, I prefer the quarter. Um, you know, my car's geared for the quarter, right. not for the 8th, you know. But uh, I, I honestly thought we were running 8th mile because the uh, flyer said 8th mile. But when we got there, I was talking to the guys, and uh, I said, well, we're running the 8th today, huh? And uh, they said, no, we're running a quarter. And I said, oh, that's good. He said, can somebody help me change my gear? <laughs> so they all laughed. <laughs> but uh, no, we ran the quarter, thank God. If your car's really set up for the quarter, you, you hate switching things around. You know what I mean? We changed so much from track to track to begin with, you know? Because um, it, it seems like every time we get to another track, there's another setup we got to do, you know? And, I, and I'm not picking on the Grove. I'm not picking on 41. It's just... I don't know if it's the altitude, the way they prep the track, or, or what it is, but there you you can't run the same ETs on both tracks with the same tune. So, what are your favorite tracks to race on? I, I really like forty one. The shutdown is so long. I like the starting line at, at Great Lakes 
but really short shutdown. Um, and I don't like the uh, barriers uh, Great Lakes has by the starting line. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen the barriers they have, like on the, the staging area. Um, yeah, yeah. You, when you go up there, because that's kind of like a little hill when you're going up, so the car sometimes will start to go a little sideways, but maybe that's why they put the block there. But um, they, you can't get very sideways and uh, and get up that little hill. But 41 seems to be like a straight shot. Well, you know, they had a long shutdown at uh, Cordova, too. Cordova was really a nice track to race. I've got nothing bad to say about any of the tracks, really. But there are those two small things I dislike. And that's Great Lakes, that starting line with the concrete barrier there. Have you ever been to Byron? I have, not raced. Um been there quite a few times you know i every year i go and usually watch the uh wheelie contest um my brother-in-law has been racing forever also um steve kowash i don't know if you know him he used to run with uh midwest mafia and chicagoland super stock steve kowash he's got a red 67 cornet rt nope don't know him no, he, he does the wheel stands out there at the Byron also. Um, really nice car. He'll be coming out, I think, in the next couple of weeks. Or next, not this, not this coming race, but then we're off for three weeks, so he might come out and race with uh, Pro Eighty Five. Couple races um, with his car. And he's got a big five seventy two Mopar engine with a Pro Charger. Yeah, the only wheel stand cars I know is uh, you know, Christopher Pierce with the Chinto, uh -huh. and uh, the other guy with the bad, bad fish, the yellow car. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, he he uh, he raced with Jay Biondo, my brother-in-law, um, and who uh, Spartacus? Do you remember Spartacus? Yeah. Uh, he used to do some shows with those guys. I think they even went to Columbus, Ohio, doing wheelies uh, with Chris's father. Was still around, Chris DeSalvo's father. Um, they went to Norwalk, Ohio, and some kind of Mopar fest, and they did wheelies out there. They really do good wheelies. Although the guys in the Pro 85 really now are really doing some nice ones, huh? Oh, yeah. Wow. Randy Lee and... Um, Rich Black, um, Johnny B, holy cow. They're all getting good at them. So have you reached any milestones in your racing career? No. Hey, I'm glad just to go down the track. I, I do want to win the 890 um, class, at least one race. You know, I think I'm way too far behind on points right now. I think I'm third in points with the 10 class. So it's nice to compete. And then you, you know, you're, uh, you know, at least you're up there in the top 10. Or, but I, when I'm out there, you know what? I don't even get upset when I lose a round. Um, if I'm out for the day, I'm still watching a great show, you know?
Yeah. It's in fact when I when we get out there at the forty one the last couple times we were out of forty one, I get done racing and I come down the return road, make the turn towards the pits, pull my car over, open up the hood, let it cool down, and I sit there at the end of the stands and watch all the rest of the guys go down. So if you ever notice, you'll see my car up there at the front all the time because what I do is I make my run and I try to watch the rest of the group. And that's, that's, that's fun. It's fun to me. Yeah, that's what I'm there with the group and I enjoy watching what's happening. Now, have you had any accidents or close calls in your racing career? starts to get a little bit sideways or anything, I just lift off that gas. Like I said, I'm 60 years old. I don't want to end up in the hospital over it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Rich, I'm going to ask you a few fun questions here before we close out. Ready? Yeah. Any hobbies outside of drag racing? Fishing. Yeah, there you go. I love fishing. Yeah, me and the wife both love fishing. So what do you like to fish for? Uh, usually sharks in Florida. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I love going to the Keys and fish. It's it's great down there. Um, in fact, I was just down there probably five months ago fishing. In fact, uh, when when Rich was having his uh, thing on, on the Facebook Live, I was down there fishing. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you could travel... Back in the time, you know, like maybe find a time machine. Would you do anything differently with your drag racing? Yeah, I would do it more. I would do it more. So your favorite vacation getaway is to go fishing down in Florida? Yeah. All right, so now what's, what's your favorite food to eat? Favorite, shrimp, favorite, be shrimp. favorite beverage? Water. Uh, favorite movie of all time? I don't watch movies. My wife wants to have me take a nap. She'll say, uh, I'm putting on a movie. Five minutes later, I'm snoring. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch movies. Not even when you were younger, you didn't watch movies? Uh, no, you know what? I, I, I did, did go to the show with my son. Um, I can't think of the name of it. It was uh, something to do with a, a marine, and then they had a big tree with tree people in it. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't think of the name of it, but I saw it on a live screen, or not a live screen, uh, where it looked like it was coming out seven over at Seven Bridges, uh, 3D yeah. screen. And I, I can't think of the name of it, where the people lived in the trees. But it, it was... Uh, I can't think of the name, but but uh, that was one of the only ones I stayed awake for probably in the last uh, 15 years. Yeah. But I do remember as a kid watching Hot Rods to Hell. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched that. No. Vanishing Point. Yeah, Hot Rods to Hell was really cool. Um, a lot of the old car movies, you know, they all had like 58 Corvettes all with straight axles on them and... Uh, Chasing through the desert uh, was really cool. And Vanishing Point, I really liked. Um, that's about it. All right, I mean, so uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? 
You don't? No. Alright, so what's your favorite type of music? I have all I love rock and roll, I love country, I like uh, Motown. I, I don't have any favorites. Yeah, it's good to good have music's a, good, good music. Good to have a variety. Yeah. The blues, I love blues. But nothing favorite. What's your favorite color? I'm going to have black. So what are you looking forward to the most, you know, for the rest of the drag race season? To win. I want to win. Um, which we all do, you know, but I, I, I'm really pushing to win one eight ninety race before the season's over. Yeah, maybe. And, well, of course, the ten old class, too. Um, I haven't won yet, either. Uh, runner-up in the 10 old class, but it's harder to run your car slower than it is to make your car run faster. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but we have no delay boxes, no time boxes, so it's really hard unless you're running right up against somebody that's running real close to the number and make that number. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. If we got a 10 old class, and, and you know, the one day I, I, I was in the finals, and I broke out in a 9.85 to a guy's 10.02. Um, I wasn't slow enough. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, but that's uh, bracket racing, I guess, you know. Yeah, we'll see what this nitrous boost does for you. Yeah, yeah. It's going to help. Uh, from what everybody's telling me, between my engine builder and the nitrous outlet, um, and they're in Texas. They were saying um, I should be gaining 100 to 150 horsepower. So if that doesn't push that sled of mine around, huh? Yeah. An extra 100, 150 horsepower would be nice. All right. So, Rich, you have any uh, final words, you know, or, or thank yous, any kind of good stuff before you close? Oh, I just want to thank all the guys from Pro E85 for, for accepting me into the group. It's been a great time for me. And uh, thanks to all of our sponsors, 80, Pro E85 and X85. And the tracks, you got to thank the tracks. They've been treating us like a million dollars everywhere we go. Um, and you. Well, you're welcome. Thanks th th thanks for having us, uh, even interviewing me. And uh Getting the word out there on, on our club. No, you're welcome. And uh, everybody that hears this interview, make sure you, if you want to see these guys, come out to Great Lakes Dragway in Unigrove, Wisconsin, Saturday the 19th. Thanks, Dave. Bring the kids out. The whole family. Yeah, make sure you keep the kids away from the TV. Look at video games, you know. Right, right. Let them come smell right. some uh, gas. Right. Enjoy life. Some corn fed. Right? The good old corn fed E85 gasoline. Yeah. It's their future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Dave. Uh, you're welcome, Richie. Thanks for being on here, and uh, you have a great night. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.